It is an international holiday way too big not to take a huge bite out of. It's National Hamburger Day. Oh boy, really, International Hamburger Day, and the date is May 28th. Well, you know, just consider this, I don't know, a, a sonic slider of one of the most successful foods on the planet, especially in the United States, but really a big fave across the globe. You a burger fam? Well, this podcast should fill you up, and you're going to need both hands to hang on to this episode of this tasty morsel known as a street curb curiosity. This is going to be a juicy one. National Hamburger Day. Maybe International Hamburger Day. And from uh, what you're going to hear here over the next couple of minutes, it probably is a worldwide sensation. The official date, May 28th. And I hope you're hearing this on that date. Now, look, we're going to have to go through some fine print to start because there will be haters out there. So let's just get this out of the way. Uh, May 28th. National or International Hamburger Day. Yes, there is a Burger Day, National Burger Day on August 26th, and National Cheeseburger Day on September 18th. But, well, for the sake of this specific audio adventure, we're just going to call them burgers, even though it's National Hamburger Day. There's the fine print. You okay with that? Okay, so where did it all start? You know, we've been eating things on bread, especially meat on bread, for a very long time. Remember the guy by the name of Earl of Sandwich? Yeah, well, whatever. Let's take the Mr. Peabody Wayback Machine to 1758 and the town of, you guessed it, Hamburg, Germany. Those fun kids had something they called the Hamburg Sausage. Uh, and they had the beer to go with it. I mean, we're talking Germany after all, so it could have started there. But wait, there's also the Rundstock Warm in the mid-1800s in Germany, which, uh, looking at it on paper, may have been the great-great-granddaddy of what you may be enjoying this weekend. But there's more. There's also the Hamburg American Line. Now, that was a shipping company back in the mid-1800s. And, I don't know, this was kind of the way that they fed the crew and the ships as they crossed the Atlantic. They went from, you know, European ports to American ports, blah, 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 blah. And they took some ground beef as a sandwich and fed the guys on the boats. But wait, there's also White Castle. Yes, White Castle. Saying uh, a guy by the name of Otto Kraus in Hamburg, Germany, he's really the guy who started it all. He also put an egg on his burger. Uh, but German sailors, yeah, not a fan of the egg, so the egg disappeared after a couple of years. During World War I, they were called Liberty Burgers in the U.S. of A. instead of hamburgers because... Well, you know, the whole Germany thing at that point in time. Now, the Wayback Machine takes us back across the pond to visit the Erie County Fair in 1885. Frank and Charles Menich, I think that's how you say it, M-E-N-C-H-E-S, Menich, Menses, I don't know, Frank, Charles, those two guys. These two guys had a big problem. During the fair, they ran out of sausage at their stand. What the hell are we going to do? So they went down to the local meat market, picked up some ground beef as a last resort, and kind of started serving sandwiches made out of ground beef. Yeah, but wait, 
The New York Times also hinted it may have started from the Summit Fair in Akron, Ohio. Fletcher Davis would tell you that you are completely out of your mind because his lunch counter in Athens, Texas, sold something like this that also included, oh, some onion and a pickle, and that was back in the 1880s. Good old Fletcher and his wife, City. C-I-D-D-Y, also had a stand at the St. Louis World's Fair in 1904. And guess what they sold at that stand at the fair? Huh. Who knows? You may be thinking, eh, who cares? I just love myself a burger. Or as we started the show, a hamburger. Well, if you're an average American, you eat three of these bad boys every week of the year. Every week, three of them. We eat 50 billion burgers in America every single year. And today, man, we have so many different places to choose from, so many different varieties to choose from. Ooh, as of 2019, America's favorite burger joint, In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, In-N-Out Burger. If you've never had one, you just don't know. They are really good. What, would you thought I was going to say your backyard grill? Well, look, five guys had had the title for a handful of years, and they actually took it away from In-N-Out Burger for those couple of years. But you also have you know, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Hardee's, Fat Burger, Shake Shack. I love Shake Shack. Red Robin, Whataburger, so many more. All across the wonderful place we call Earth, about 60% of all sandwiches are actually burgers. Yeah, I know, hamburgers. 60% of all sandwiches on this planet are burgers. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. In Philly, a couple of surveys have said, we're going to go local here for you, some of the better places for burgers, uh, there's Punk Burger, Village Whiskey, The Red Owl, Butcher and Singer, Burger Fi, Rouge on Rittenhouse Square, The Good Dog Bar, or the famous PB and Bacon Burger at Lucky's Last Chance. Yes, peanut butter, bacon, cheese, burger. Tasty. Some other off-the-chart places, great burger places in Philly, the Misconduct Tavern, uh, Kavanaugh's Pub as well, too. Oh, what's your favorite topping? Well, per the survey, in order, one, it's cheese, then onions, and condiments like, you know, ketchup, mustard, A1, Worcestershire, Worcestershire, you know, that brown sauce, that stuff, hot sauce, plus pickles, bacon, chilies, avocado, lettuce, chili, eggs, tomatoes, mushrooms as well, and some avant-garde things such as capers, chutney, hummus, I love hummus, peppers, pineapple, uh, spicy corn, relish, anchovies. I do love a good anchovy on pizza. That started for me as a kid, but we digress back to burgers. Then there's uh, sliced bread. Crust, no crust, potato roll, pretzel roll, onion roll, ciabatta roll, sesame seed, English muffin, broche bread, and how do you like your burger as well? Do you like it rare? Do you like it medium? Do you like it like a hockey puck? My choice coming up a little bit later on. And oh, by the way, back to the bread for a second. Yes, it must, must, must be toasted. I will not have any argument against this podcast, okay? And of course, all these burgers come in fairly much the same price range, but the most expensive burger in the world goes for about five grand. Yes, $5,000, and it features Wago beef, seared foie gras, and black truffle shavings. 
The Fleur Burger 5000, found in Vegas at the restaurant Fleur, located in the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino. I've never had it. Uh, I've actually walked by and I've seen it on the menu there at Mandalay Bay. I actually broke a tooth in Mandalay Bay, so there's some bad memories there for me as well. But it wasn't on the world's most expensive burger. Yeah, let's move on. Speaking of prices, when I was born, McDonald's was about three years old and there were only 34 restaurants in the United States. A burger at that time went for 15 cents. Add an extra four cents for cheese for that cheeseburger. Fries, a, wait, wait, let's use their adjectives. Steaming coffee, thirst-quenching Coke, delightful root beer, full-flavored orange drink, or a refreshing cold milk. All just a dime each. A milkshake? 20 cents for a milkshake. What the hell? 20 cents? So you're on a date. You, know, you take uh, the person out for a burger, fries, and a shake. All in. You're spending a dollar. Those were the days, huh? So I went out on a date for a burger, and I took off all my pickles. She dumped me. She said it was a dill breaker. Yeah, first joke of the podcast. Not too bad. Uh, now, a Whopper at Burger King back in these days was 39 cents. Yeah, she worth it? And don't even get me started. There was not a Taco Bell around for at least four more years when I was born. Of course, it was in California. But what does that have to do with burgers? Absolutely nothing. But anyway, we digress. Then there's the quadruple bypass burger. Let me say that again and slower. The quadruple bypass burger from the Heart Attack Grill. Do you remember these guys? They drew national attention and a bit of outrage since the restaurant first opened. Uh, it was back in 2005, and they offered free meals for anybody over 350 pounds. Now, the quadruple bypass burger had, you ready, eight slices of cheese between four half-pound patties, uh, and this bad boy clocks in at 10,000 calories. One regular customer of the restaurant uh, of the Heart Attack Grill, he was kind of, kind of sort of like a spokesperson, actually died in front of this restaurant in Vegas in 2013. I don't know if they're, they're serving it anymore. Okay, another kind of burger? I'm sorry I have to use this word. Fake burgers, plant burgers, impossible burger, beyond meat. You know, four out of ten people have actually tried one. Half of the people under the age of 50 in the United States have also tried it. Yeah, a few more stats on our fake burgers. Let's see here. Uh, more whites than blacks have tried it. More women than men. More wealthy than less wealthy. Is that PC enough? And just under a third have absolutely no clue what this stuff even is. And I'm sorry, I have to take a stand. Look, I have never, ever taken a stand in any podcast I have ever, ever done before, but I'm taking one this time. Just give me a real burger. Yes, I have tried a plant-based burger. Yes, they do not taste bad. It's just not the same for me. I don't know. I mean, look, I get it. You're a vegetarian. And you vegetarians, you know, part of your problem, you fart more. Sorry. The good news about farts is that you only really smell about 1% of them, but you fart more. It's like propane from the body. Speaking of propane, let's go off to the grill. Uh, before we get to the grill, Grills are a whole other topic, but before we get to those, you know, burgers, hamburgers, are also really big in our entertainment lives. You know, the burger scenes in the movies like Falling Down, Pulp Fiction, and the Big Kahuna Burger, or the Royale with Cheese, uh-huh, all due to that damned metric system, the Royale with Cheese. Plus, you also have shows like Bob's Burgers, and uh, let's not forget the Krabby Patty on SpongeBob SquarePants. 
Burgers are part of our lives everywhere. But let's get on to the grills. Grilling burgers at home? Well, now, if you want to ask the experts, the best fuel for the tastiest burger is wood. All the way. Well, then there's charcoal, then there's hardwood charcoal, propane, and seriously, maybe one person listening to this podcast uses an electric grill. Isn't that wonderful? But let's go a little bit deeper. The best wood to make your burger? Oak has a mild flavor compared with other woods, and it burns nice and slow and even. There's also hickory, which gives you a good, strong flavor, a bigger flavor than oak, and also burns well. Pecan, or pecan. Pecan or pecan. This wood produces a stronger flavor in your burger, and per the experts, it could be somewhat smoky and sweet and savory, but also overpowering. Ah, and here's a name you hear all the time, mesquite. Did you go through the mesquite phase in your life? Everything had to be mesquite. Well, it's a strong flavored wood, burns real hot, burns real fast, produces a lot of smoke. Uh, and I don't know, I guess if you have more smoke, it seems like you're cooking better. Then there are the fruit woods, cherry, apple, not too bad. Plus, the, you know, they're kind of softer woods. Uh, and the one thing that the experts do say, and I, I have to share this with you, you better slow down, turn up the volume and listen, please. As you're, as you're using wood to cook your burger, do not, do not ever soak your wood. Now, you heard it here, right? Do not ever soak your wood. How many times have you heard that in one week? Speaking of hearing something in one week, here is my puppy Macy Jane barking in the background. Well, thanks for the interruption, Macy Jane. So well, what do doctors think about this whole burger thing? Well, I went to the doctor's recently, and he said, don't eat anything fatty. I said, well, I don't know, you mean like bacon or my burgers? He said, no, fatty, don't eat anything. Huh. I guess I'm just like my puppy, big boned, right? Hmm. And just like how I like my burger, this was another episode, yeah, medium well done, on Street Curb Curiosity.